For a child is born to us. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And that child's name is not Grogu. For any Mando fans, his name is Jesus. That's what we're talking about this week and every day as we do this thing called Amen, Brother Ben. It's a podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. It's what we do. And it's Christmas season, and we're breaking down some Christmassy verses for you. And uh, we're in Isaiah chapter 9, and there's four particular names that God has given his son Jesus. Nicknames. It's like Lil Wayne is Lil Wheezy, Wheezy Baby, whatever else. I don't know. I'm, I haven't listened to rap much lately. But God has nicknames for himself and for the son. And he calls him Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And I want to look at each one of these names because he didn't do that just to well, I guess he did do it to brag on Jesus, but uh, he's not being extra. He is describing to us who Jesus is so that we will recognize Jesus. Uh, or we'll, One, so that his people would recognize Jesus in their day, and also that we would recognize and anticipate Jesus in our own, whether it's the presence of Jesus through the Holy Spirit uh, in our lives as modern-day believers or in anticipation of who he will be uh, on that day that we anticipate, that we look forward to when he comes back uh, and he is king of kings and lord of lords and puts everything right and the government and the kingdoms all rest on his shoulders, like the verse says. So I want to talk today about how God is a wonderful counselor, a wonderful counselor. Now, I always think of, and this is, by the way, this is kind of the uh, the dichotomy, if you want, it's a big word, but the, the tightrope that you walk. Cause I got to tell you that I, I grew up with not a really big favorable view of what a counselor was, you know, uh, a counselor is supposed to help, but a lot of times all the counselors do is they sit there and look down your nose at you over their bifocals and say, tell me more about that. Oh, how does that make you feel? Right. And, uh, or if you're like the counselors at school that stopped being about counseling emotional needs of children and started, uh, you know, doing their schedules, um, you know, like it, by the time I hit high school, the guidance counselor was the one who just told me what classes to take. And so, when we're talking about Jesus, though, there is this um, in in the way that the God laid out these nicknames, uh, it kind of shows a tightrope or two sides of a coin. Uh, like the first two, he, he calls him a wonderful counselor, but also a mighty God. So there's there's this vision or this version of God where he's mighty, um, where he's uh, God, he's above us, he is uh, you know on a different level than us. But also that same mighty God is a wonderful counselor. And too often, I think we think that Jesus is too busy for us. That God doesn't want our problems. If we take him our problems, he won't want to hear it. Why? Because most people don't want to hear it. Let's be honest. Our parents sometimes, I mean, maybe your parents did great with this, but 
even I know it, and sometimes it's it's hard as as a parent or as a friend uh, or as a, a spouse to uh, stop what I'm doing and really wrap my head around someone else's problems. That's a that takes uh, an act of sacrifice of your time and your attention. And we just think God's too busy for that. He he's going to do what what Bruce Almighty did in that movie where he just just typed it. He didn't want to read all the emails, so he just hit yes to all of them or no to all of them. Right? Like that. We think that's how God works, but that's not how He works. In fact, James one five tells us if you if any of you lacks wisdom. You should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So if you you need that, if you if you need some wisdom for your problems, uh, God would love to give you that because he is a wonderful counselor. And when we go to God for his counsel, that's what we, we do. We Sometimes we need someone to talk to, someone with a, an outside perspective, someone with maybe an experienced perspective, uh, and God is all of that and more. And so first and foremost, while counseling is a good thing, again, I was kind of making fun of counselors, but but psychiatrists, psychologists, um, study of the mind, and those that are devoted to to helping others through emotional problems and uh, you know mental issues, amazing, right? That is a that is a, a very needed thing, um, but first and foremost, we should be going to our wonderful counselor um, to to begin this process of getting what we need. Um, or I know some of you may be thinking, well, God just doesn't understand me. Even though Psalm 139 says he knit you together in your mother's womb. God knows you better than anyone else. And by the way, he knows when you're putting on a front. He knows when you're, when you're, you're denying something to be true. You might as well be up front with him because he's a wonderful counselor and he wants to give you good counsel. Um, that's why Psalm 32, 8 says that the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. God offers this through his, his Holy Spirit that, that comes into our hearts, comes into our minds uh, when we get saved. Uh, and, and God's counsel is available to us in all situations. Some of you think it's just to, well, I'm not going to ask God which car to buy. He doesn't care about that. I'm not going to ask God uh, what I should get my husband or wife for, for her birthday or his birthday. That's, that's stuff that God doesn't care about. That's not true. God's counsel uh, is always available for you. He's always, he can handle it. He's not too busy for you, and he wants to guide your path. God's counsel is not always going to make sense to the world, though. Or, by the way, God's counsel might not even make sense to you. Psalm 139.6 says, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Whatever counsel God gives you, you need to realize that just like when we were kids. Have you ever noticed like how there's things you understand as an adult that when you're a, you're a kid, you just couldn't wrap your head around it, right? But you matured and you got a more full picture. Um, well, there's a certain reason, there's a certain type of knowledge that is beyond ourselves, beyond this life, it's an eternal wisdom that God uses because he sees the absolute complete picture, right? And that's why he has such wise counsel. That's why I want to, when, when I'm trying to figure out what job I want to take, if I'm figuring out what I need to do about a relationship, what I need to, to, to figure out what to do next, that is why I put my faith and trust and, and, and seek guidance from the one who already knows what's going to happen, for the one that already has figured that out. That counsel is available to us. And even though it doesn't make sense, that's where faith 
comes in. Do you really trust God to be your wise counsel? Do you trust him to guide you on the right path? Now, we talked a lot last week, in case you missed it, about hearing from God. We spent about five episodes talking about that. Uh, And the reason is because he is a wonderful counselor. So my encouragement for you this holiday season is to take your burdens, your doubts, your questions, your fears to him. He will lighten your holiday load. He will give you rest and peace.